on your iPod Nano, on your Zoom, on your Sony Ericsson Walkman, or on your MP3 player. This is Woody and Friends with Jack, Briny, and Dan. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. We are back like we never left for another episode of Woody and Friends. We have got a jam-packed episode for you this week, and what better to do so with not one, but two co-hosts. It's a very warm welcome back to Woody and Friends for Briny and Dan. Hello, both of you. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. How have you both been during the uh, the week off? Besides myself, I have not known what to do with myself. I've been sat rocking backwards and forwards, just waiting, <laughs> waiting yeah. for the pod to come back. Yeah, I've had absolutely nothing to do. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm not hungover this episode though, which is always good. So, oh, well wow. done. Well done. Me, me, me neither. I'm strictly a weekend drinker now. I, I should have always been, to be honest. Um, but uh, in case anyone's wondering what I've been up to during the break, um, I got rid of an old dishwasher. Uh, took that to the dump. And it was also my birthday as well. Shout out to everyone who sent me a lovely message. Um, and for those who didn't, shame on you. Disgusting. You yeah. deserve a shout out for those people. Yeah. You're not even welcome on this pod if you didn't wish me happy birthday. So switch off now if you didn't. Anyway, so besides it being nice to have more than two people on for the whole episode, there is a reason for it. This week, we're going to be test driving a couple of new features. We'll be doing our best to help you out with some more of your problems in Woody's woes. Plus, we'll have another modest heap of topics to discuss as standard. Ready to go? All ready. Okay, so straight into the first story uh, of this episode. Man discovers son is his uncle. Any, Any guesses on how that might have occurred from either of you? The Southwest. <laughs> We're launching into America slander early this week. Well, yeah, well I mean, not necessarily. No one will be listening anyway because we've just shunned like three quarters of the viewership that didn't wish Jack happy birthday. Anyway, so. <laughs> the millions of you. So, a man recently shared his devastating realization on TikTok that the son he's been raising is actually his uncle. Shocking revelation unfolded after he discovered his girlfriend had been having a long-term affair with none other than his own granddad during the time they were living together. Could you imagine that? Ooh. That was very strange. Granddad's how... got Riz. <laughs> it's very Jeremy <laughs> Carlish, like the old timers. <laughs> Despite the turmoil, messages of support poured in from sympathetic viewers, encouraging the man to take time for himself to continue loving the young boy, regardless of the unexpected familial twist. As this story unfolded online, many were left questioning how such a situation could have transpired without his awareness, prompting further inquiries into the details of this shocking revelation. Wow. That, we, <laughs> we, we've we peaked early, haven't we? I think if I was him, I wouldn't really want to know any further details about the story. That's, that's <laughs> just something I want to elaborate on, to be honest. Yeah, definitely not. There's I'm, some things you can live without knowing. Yeah, I'm not yeah, sure I even want to know, to be honest, if my, my son was actually but, my uncle. That's just such a... Such a strange one, isn't it? Such an unusual one. This reminds me of the news that Robert De Niro's just had another another child, hasn't he? And it, it makes you wonder, you know, I wonder how old the oldest dad is. Mm. That's that's interesting, actually. I've not thought about that. And if you I mean, I don't, think, I don't think of a lot, really. I'm a little bit simple when it comes to that. Robert De Niro's <laughs> child's come out looking like a little old man. So there's, there's. I wonder how this. I wonder how this baby looks. <laughs> come out with a walking stick. Yeah. Ooh, I, I wouldn't want to give birth to that baby. Oh, could you imagine? Wow. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Um, so I stumbled across uh, a slightly old post on a subreddit called r slash Tesco. Uh, and it's just funny stories of people getting fired because let's just laugh at others' misfortunes. Why not? 
it's what every other podcast does and we're at least we're humble about it exactly um so first of all a trolley boy at my store decided to clock in and instead of doing the trolleys he went home sat there for his shift before walking all the way back to the store to clock out he got away with it for four months what a worker by the way wow Taking notes. I'm a I'm a big believer in um in shopping cart karma as well. Though you need to take it back yourself. So I mean, I suppose mm. let's just hope this is like a very kind of socially aware area, and he he was out of the job. But um, there's a there's a YouTube channel called I think it's called Cart Narcs, and that is some a really good laugh if you go and check that out. Just some guy in America who goes around like screaming at people. Wait, actually no, he doesn't even scream at them. He's just very condescending to them about not taking their carts back. And it winds some people right up. It does wind me up as well. I worked in a different supermarket, but I have lots of similar stories. My favourite is that the night shift used to go into the dry cleaners and borrow clothing. On one particular occasion, the night shift manager, the uh, night shift manager, did a whole shift in a wedding dress. Anyone ever that? Done is that? beautiful. That is beautiful. I'm sure it was. I can't say that I've ever done a shift in a wedding dress. I don't think I've ever worn a wedding dress. <laughs> well, I don't think you have, anyway. What about you two, if you ever worn a wedding dress? You know um, what? I think we'd both look beautiful in them. Let's just put that I'm sure we. I think yeah. we'd all look beautiful why in one. Why don't we do like an in-person special um, and record it and everything? We just do it in wedding dresses. That would yeah. Yeah. do our street cred good, wouldn't it? I mean, I when, so. when the ad revenue starts coming in, maybe that'd be the first thing I'd buy, just a wedding dress for myself. A clothing manager was fired for theft of clothing, exiting the store on multiple occasions in different clothing to what she walked in wearing. Uh, a fresh counter manager got sa- uh, sacked for stealing CDs. A night shift manager was let go for masturbating in the security office. Another was shown the door for what? stealing TVs by scanning them for a quid. And finally, and this is something I've seen, I've seen similar happen before. Um, a friend of a friend decided to order a gram of Coke and get it delivered while he was working. That's beautiful. I mean... <laughs> You know, whatever, whatever gets you through the day. Have you ever worked in a supermarket? I actually haven't, to be honest. I've somehow managed to get this far in my life avoiding it. I've worked in... I worked in a restaurant for two weeks. Couldn't hack that, though. Two weeks? That was... Um, yeah, <laughs> it was It was a bit rough, to be honest. I mean, they just put me like... Every night I'd just go in and have to polish two shifts worth of cutlery. Oh, and wow. I just kind of got to the point where I was like, you know what? I'd much rather live in squalor than have an extra <laughs> however much money this is paying me. I, I, I once lasted three and a half hours in a job. Three and a half hours? Is it microwave and fish pies? <laughs> uh, your, your two weeks is pathetic compared to mine. Uh, yes, I lasted. I once yeah, lasted three hours exactly. in a job um, and never went back. And it was all because the manager shouted at me for, bear in mind I was probably about 15 at the time, who and, and the manager had a go at me for wiping up liquid off of the sink using a tea towel. Um, but, but you'd Career think, speed you, yeah, but you, you'd, yeah. you'd think I'd burnt the whole kitchen down or something or or whatever. Manager, if you're listening, write in and tell us that's wrong. Yeah, I there mean, yeah, let's I have mean, let's have a debate. Let's she definitely won't be listening air. to this, but we'll we'll, we'll you're more than welcome to come on for a <laughs> debate. Why not? Of course, you never know who listens. Right, so. I know we're all foodies here, and although personally I'm not a regular buffet visitor, I'm sure many of the millions of listeners we have are. So what better to cram in a game that said listeners, as well as you lot, can join in with? Uh, we probably won't ever do this again, because it, it could go completely belly up, but it's it's worth a try, isn't it? You don't know unless you try it. Uh, the rules are as follows. I give a list of buffets from around the country, and you have to tell me if each buffet costs higher or lower than the previous one. The player with the highest score wins. Simple as, really. Um, like everything else we've ever done, we we haven't run through this as well, so this is completely 
the first time that any of us are doing this, uh, let alone the listeners. Um, so uh, both of you go head to head. I've got like a, I've done a proper scoreboard on my on my sheet and everything. So ready to go? Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Perfect. Um, so first, uh, and both by the way, sh- like, both of you shout out higher or lower with this one. Premier Inn Continental Breakfast. Oh, so is this going to have the first one? <laughs> higher, higher, <laughs> higher than nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Pizza Hut weekday buffets for adults. Higher. Higher. Going for higher. Okay. I'm a big fan of a Pizza Hut buffet, to be honest. Sunday buffet, the Indian Ruchi Curry House in Billericay. Higher or lower oh, for, yeah. a, for a Sunday buffet? Where is Billericay? It's in Essex. Oh, definitely it's higher. the hometown of Gavin from Gavin and Stacey. It was actually, yeah. And his family. And his family. <laughs> bro, bro um, what are you saying? I'm going to say lower. Lower, okay. Uh, lunch buffet at the Glass House in Watford. That sounds posh. I'm going to say higher. I'm going to say higher too. I'm going a bit exponential here. I think it's just keep getting it keeps getting higher to be. I think. I'm going to go higher, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lunch buffet at the Ozone Chinese Buffet in Aldershot. Oh, lower. I think Aldershot doesn't sound as whimsical as the last place. What <laughs> what food? Yeah, ozone sounds like it's giving me Heston Blumenthal vibes. I'm going to say higher. Okay. Uh, unlimited pizza at Moto Pizza in Chelmsford, another S61. But I've I've had this on recommendation, but I've never been there myself. Uh, I'm going to say lower for this one. I'm going to say lower too. I think. Okay. Haweli, I think Indian buffet in Ealing. As a geography student, I should know this, but proximity to London. It's in London. Oh, it's in London. Yeah. Okay, higher then. Yeah, higher. JRC Global Buffet in Cardiff. Lower. lower. Cosmo or you can eat World Buffet. And they've, oh, got, they've, cost, they've got a few bro- I've never been to one is it any good uh, I mean it was amazing but I know the one in Coventry got closed down for a one star food <laughs> so, apparently it's coming back though and I would definitely must see your the- standards are high exactly risk the food poisoning for it because it's absolutely amazing <laughs> right yeah, that's where the flavour comes yeah, from exactly. the, the, the floor flavour I'm going to I'm going to say I'm going to say higher though um, based on the information I've just received I'm going to say lower uh, and finally, Ben Brazil, Brazilian lunch buffet in Manchester. I'm going to go Ooh, higher. I'm going to say higher. Uh, right, so <laughs> talk amongst yourselves while I collate these scores. <laughs> so the scores are in. Um, so I've calculated out of nine because I, I really didn't think when I put this together. And so, I, so I did ten buffets and obviously, I, I don't know. Anyway, so out of nine, uh, Bri, you got four. Oh, dear. And you got five, so I'll run through them quickly. So, Premier oh. Incontinental Breakfast was £7.99. Uh, Pizza Hut Weekday Buffet for adults was £10.99. Same for adults, makes it sound a bit raunchy, a little bit spicy. <laughs> <laughs> NSFW Pizza Buffet. Um, Sunday Buffet at India Ruchi Curry House in Billericay. Uh, it was £9.95, um, so that was lower than the previous one. Uh, lunch Buffet at the Glass House in Watford, £82 a head according to the uh, oh, link God. I found so that was definitely higher than the uh, the curry house in Billericay um, lunch buffet the Ozone Chinese buffet in the order shop was £16.95 a head that was lower than the one in Watford uh, unlimited pizza at Moto Pizza in Chelmsford was £16.50 um, so again that was uh, lower in price so you both got a point for that one Hawele Indian Buffet in Ealing was £10.95 a head so 
uh, cheaper. Is that one? I got that wrong. Uh, JRC Global Buffet in Cardiff was £17 a head. So you both got that wrong as well, I'm afraid. Cosmo All You Can Eat World Buffet, £21.99 a head. Uh, and finally, Ben Brazil Brazilian Lunch Buffet in Manchester, £13.95 a head. So again, lower. Uh, so... I don't know if you can hear me, that's me screwing up the bit of paper. That's never going to be played again, unfortunately. I've just dyed it across the room as well. Uh, I don't know about you, but that was absolutely terrible. I'm not doing that again. Is it just in the, in the corner of your room now with a massive pile of chopsticks and the, and the stuff you strained? Yeah. Wow, your memory is better than mine. You, you could go on Mastermind one day and have this as your specialist subject of Woody and Friends podcast. That's the goal. Everyone's everyone, But it's going to be such an easy topic, though, because it's going to be such a well-known household name. Mm, of course. Yeah. It won't be impressive. So. <laughs> there you are. Um, right, let's move, on, let's move swiftly on to some topics and just forget whatever that last game was. <laughs> uh, starting simple, would you rather live in a world without music or a world without movies? I would rather live in a world without the buffet's open segment. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's a disaster. I think that's a um, that's a rough one to be honest. Because if you lived in a world without music, I think that would ruin a lot of films mm. as well. I think that like, it would it would like you know Tarantino's stuff, all that kind of stuff is is, is quite dependent on yeah. the, the music. So I think I think I would have to go without movies to be honest. Because I think without music would ruin the other one. And without movies, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen action scenes in old films and TV shows, but there's no music whatsoever. And are they the worst things I've ever seen? It was obviously before the days that they could add, they could dub music over a over a bit of dialogue or or action. Um, so yeah, so I, I'd agree with you on that one. I don't think I could live without music either. Yeah, I think I think music would like if you remove music, it would ruin a lot more things than if you removed yeah. movies. What about you, bro? Yeah, I'm the same. I think I definitely need music. And to be fair, I do I do like films, but I'm I'm more of a book fan personally. Right. So I'd be happy reading a book with my music on, and I've got just as much from that as watching a yeah. film. Okay. So yeah, we're all eradicating movies. Okay, that's that's yes. Yeah, so, I mean, to be fair though, in hindsight, after writing this, I don't think anyone would live without music and and choose the movies over music because like you say they're, em- they're movies are very empty without music in my opinion anyway i could be wrong but there we are cancel me uh second second topic <laughs> why uh, would you rather have hair made of spaghetti noodles or sweat maple syrup well i don't know if this is me showing my age does anyone remember betty spaghetti betty spaghetti dark <laughs> yeah no i'm sorry obviously it was more aimed at girls anyway but there were these dolls that you could buy and the hair would like grow longer and shorter you could like retract it in and out and it was like spaghetti so betty i always quite liked her but obviously it wasn't spaghetti it was plastic so it's a very different reality to having actual spaghetti hey hair. siri google betty spaghetti uh... so this is i feel like this has probably led to a lot of microplastic poison children because that sounds extremely edible to me bro they look terrifying Oh yeah, it was like the forbidden, the forbidden spaghetti. This is horrible. Why would you want that? That don't give you nightmares. Oh, I loved it. Oh wow, that's. Um, I had loads of them. It's giving me the brats. Yeah, it's, it's very brats. General it? lack of yeah. a nose kind of thing. It's just horrendous. But she had like bendy arms and legs as well, in keeping with the spaghetti theme. But yeah, the the hair was very chewable. <laughs> very chewable. As, as a, as a big chewer as a child, the hair was very chewable. 
along with Polly Pocket clothes. Oh my god, they were very chewable. Ha- <laughs> the next podcast, we should have a uh, edibility of toys rated. Yeah, we should yeah. all we should all like sit there and and just find various toys from our childhoods and eat. It'd be like a uh, food review, <laughs> but just chewing on different toys, being like, yeah, do that. Mukbang, but with Barbie dolls. <laughs> Not mine, Next of course. We'll be, eating, we'll be eating button batteries. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. Uh, right, but back to it. Uh, what were we saying? Would you rather have hair made of spaghetti noodles or sweat maple syrup? I think it's difficult to say because, I mean, part of me thinking if I had a stack of pancakes with me at all times, I could just, you know, sop up the maple syrup quite happily. But yeah. if there's real sweat there, I mean, if there's not real sweat there as well, it's all gross and it is pure maple syrup, that'd be quite nice to eat. But it would be annoying to be sticky. Yeah, that's, that's the thing, though. I don't think I could live with the stickiness. And to answer your question, mm. the maple syrup would replace your natural sweat. So, yeah, I, I personally would have to go for spaghetti noodles. As someone who eats a lot of spaghetti and a lot of noodles, I, I think that I'd save a fortune on that because I could just rip out my hair and then stick it in a pan. <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm thinking as well, though? Say if it comes out, like, uncooked, if it, like if you just constantly like shaved every day, it wouldn't be much different from stubble, would it? No, it wouldn't because it's it's like hard and you know. But yeah. I think I think I would have to go with the hair made of spaghetti noodles because I just think that the stickiness of maple syrup would just be like imagine all your hands and just like all of your unmentionables being <laughs> covered in ma- maple syrup all the time. Oh, no, can't, can't do that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I'll also go for the spaghetti Yeah, hair. I mean, it, it could be the... I live my Betty spaghetti <laughs> dreams. It could, it could be the, um, like, the, the, the noodles you get for stir-fry, for example. Ones that never come as, like, solid spaghetti. And I feel like you'd just be covered in, like, slime all the time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you just brush against something, you just mush on it. <laughs> Not sure about that one now, to be honest. I don't know, I feel like they're both equally as bad in, in yeah. different situations, but... I mean, maple syrup, at least it smells nice. So I, I'm, I'm going to change my answer to maple syrup. Okay. Bro, are you still saying um, spaghetti noodles? No, yeah, I'm still on spaghetti. Yeah, me too. Team. Me too. Hashtag team spaghetti. <laughs> and finally, last... Spaghetti gang rise up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, and finally, last topic for this uh, batch of them. You'll be pleased to know. Uh, I can't believe I actually wrote this one. Can you tell I wrote the prompt notes after a beer? Or several? Uh, would you rather subscribe yeah. to the OnlyFans <laughs> account of David Attenborough or Dolly Parton? It's a very lusty question. <laughs> mm. Oh, dear. Wow. Um, I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't even know how to subscribe to OnlyFans. Nor do I. Fans. Again, I want to put that out there as well. You're, you're both just trying to cover your backs by doing this, aren't you? Like, <laughs> what? What's very, OnlyFans? Yeah, we're, we're, what? we're, <laughs> very suspect. Only who? <laughs> you know, the founder of OnlyFans comes from my town, according to a friend wow. of mine. Yeah, I know. It's the... Oh my gosh! Is it your dad? Is it one dad? <laughs> it's definitely your dad. I knew he had some kind of swagger about him. Generational only fans wealth. Wow! How do you think I got all them nice toys for Christmas as a kid? How could you think we we used to afford a holiday every year? <laughs> I um I think I'd have to go for David Attenborough's to be honest, just for the voice, just like ASMR value to be honest. Right. Okay, but would it? Would it? I presume it'd be, it'd be him narrating what he's doing in in said videos. <laughs> Just close your eyes. <laughs> imagine it's a very husky lady. 
is a thought, though. David Attenborough, being a documentary guy, might be filming other people and narrating them, so it might actually be quite good. Mm, yeah, might, I suppose. Might, there might be some hot... Um, <laughs> I never took David Attenborough for a there. cook, to be honest. There you are. Wow. Peering through windows. <laughs> a voyeurism. <laughs> oh, gosh. But poor old Dolly's not even getting oh. a look in here. Why, why are we not subscribing to Dolly Parton's OnlyFans? <laughs> Which is a question I never well, thought I'd ask. <laughs> I was going to actually choose her as my answer. I love Dolly Parton. Enough to subscribe to her oh, OnlyFans. How old is Dolly Parton now? Oh, just about I, 75. I, I just feel like she's one of those people that I think she's died like 50 times. Mm. Like I just, it's like the Mandela effect, isn't it? Yeah. Like I just feel like I've I've read an article about her dying so many times, but then I, I don't know. Well, of course, everything we read on the internet is fact, but exactly. as far as I've known, Dolly Parton isn't dead, um, because now I put a whole new spin onto this question. I saw a video of her in Walmart the other day, and I was like, well, I hope she's not. I thought dead. you were going to say Woolworths. Very sad place to haunt, isn't it? Um, yeah. So I think to be honest. I'd have to go for David Attenborough, but purely because of what Bryce said about it could be him narrating other people, not of him. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one too. You go, you're going for David no, or you're sticking sti- with Dolly? I'm sticking with Dolly. I'm sticking with Dolly. <laughs> She's very slamming for her age. She's slimy. Slimy? No. You never She's know. She's done a, a sweat replacement maple syrup with this cosmetic surgery. Yes. Um, so, so leaving that there for now, um, on, on that... I, I, there's not even a word to describe what note we're leaving it on that you what sorry on that bombshell yeah, on that bombshell uh, still to come <laughs> we'll be discussing some more topics playing a game of falsities more on that later uh, dishing out barely solicited advice in Woody's woes and of course a bit more strange news from the past couple of weeks this is Woody and Friends with Jack, Dan and Bry back in a tip Woody and Friends sponsored by Supermarket's own brand lager we're not being paid or anything, but Woody's probably gone to the fridge to get one. Back in a tick. Enjoying the show? Got a funny story you'd like us to cover? Perhaps you'd like to join in with some storytelling, or maybe you just want to send us pictures of your dinner. Reach out. Woody and Friends Pod at hotmail.com. Sounds professional, doesn't it? Voted Angling Weekly's 37th best podcast of the month, and probably yours too. This is Woody and Friends. If you like podcasts, you're in for a treat. Welcome back to Woody and Friends with Jack, Dan and Bryce. Still to come, we'll be having a game of falsities. All problems of yours get resolved in Woody's woes. And of course, much more fun and stupidity served up for your listening pleasure. Um, so jumping straight back in uh, with another story. Man breaks into bank to heat food. So this is quite an old story. In the early hours of 27th of May 2020, police in San Diego responded to a call regarding a burglary at a Wells Fargo bank. Surprisingly, the intruder wasn't after money, but was caught on surveillance using the bank's microwave. Upon arrival, officers discovered a broken window near the bank's ATM and were informed that the suspect was still inside. Despite warnings, the suspect refused to surrender, prompting officers to send in a K-9 unit. Any, any thoughts on this so far? That was a power move and a half, to be honest. I mean, maybe maybe he just didn't want to microwave his uh, fish pie in his workplace <laughs> to get out of there, but that, that is a power move. Maybe they'd, turn, they'd refused him a loan or something, and this is his uh, revenge. Fuck you, I'll use your microwave. <laughs> <laughs> 
After the suspect was apprehended, he confessed to breaking in to use the microwave and enjoy uh, to enjoy two hot pockets. When asked if it was worth it, he emphatically replied, "Hell yeah, it was worth it." It's got to be some kind of drug involved with this. Not only has he got the balls to break into a bank of all places to use a microwave. The fact that he's so unapologetic about it as well. It's just phenomenal. If a man's got to eat, a man's got to eat. Exactly. If he didn't steal anything, I don't see the crime, personally. Exactly. Let's, I wonder wonder what you'd even try and charge someone. I mean, you've got the breaking and entering, but surely it can't go much further than that. You could, I mean, you could try and make a case that he's stealing electricity or something, but like, just drop it at that point. It's clearly like, you know bigger than the law yeah i've heard of that on trains the stealing electricity thing because you know they have the um the plug for you to be able to charge your phone and there was someone on there with a microwave well not that i saw it i've read a story about it that would have been great if i'd have seen that i think he got arrested for stealing electricity that was the crime all i'm gonna say is bring back british rail that's you know (laughs) if if you need a reason more than that i think you know just go down to your local train station and get a train I mean, it won't turn up for the first part, but you know. <laughs> Fair enough. This is the whole point of the podcast is to promote the reintroduction of British Rail. And there we are. It was, it was, it was that in disguise the whole time, really, wasn't it? Moving swiftly on, it's time for another new feature. I'm sure everyone will be lo- delighted to uh, to find out. Uh, this is falsities. So, another brand new feature for us to test drive in this episode. We'll give each, sorry, we'll each give each other a topic as well as words, names, or phrases related to said topic. For example, this could be Premier League footballers, and I would list a bunch of names for each other to say true or false. For that topic, I might say Erling Haaland, Ivan Tony, Jordan Pickford, all Premier League footballers, and then say Ben Stokes, who's a cricketer. The person on quizzing will have to either say true or false after every name or phrase given. Uh, so I'm going to do one for Dan, Brian, you'll do one for me, and then Dan, you do one for Brian, yeah? Perfect. Shall we have an Perfect. overview of the all the topics first, just to introduce them? Yeah, so mine is band names. My topic is Apple Varieties. And I've maybe gone a little bit off-piste with mine. Mine is Aldi knockoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to hearing that one. I'll go first, if that's all right. As is your right. <laughs> Our podcast comrade. <laughs> okay. Everyone, uh, so who am I doing? Oh my God, this is... Like, so many You're things. doing me, Jack. I'm, do- You're doing, I'm me. doing you. <laughs> what are you in front after dark? <laughs> <laughs> we're already talking about... Patreon. We're... we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're <laughs> We were talking before recording about us riffing off each other, and that, that, no, that's not what it sounds like, by the way. I meant as as us bouncing off each other, which also you know sounds what, terrible. It's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, let's get into it. So, car seat headrest. True. Okay. You'll be correct. Thursday. That's got to be false. I mean, that is just lacks creativity. Come on. It's actually true. That's true. Tr- Fronted by Jeff Rickley. hope that music's better than Thursday. I mean, Thursday is a pretty good day of the week. Well, music's subjective. I, I quite like their first album, personally, but it's not for everyone. Anyway. Pylon. True. Correct. That's what this podcast turned into. Uh, Rick Hammer and the Mai Tais. True. False. False. I made that one okay. up. What inspired I wish it was you true. to create that one? Oh, I don't know. Three pints of lager. 
The Last Dinner Party. True, I've actually seen these live. Okay, fair enough. True. Um, Jolene and the Jing Jang Jong. Well, uh, for your sake, I'm going to hope this is true. It is true, well done. They had one song. I think one of their um, band members was actually in Peep Show. I think. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, they played like a minor character in there. There we are, a bit, bit, bit more trivia, a bit more TV I trivia. Did, I didn't realise there were scenes in the mines deep shit. Minor character. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, the late night aunties. False. You'd be correct, that is false. Uh, King King Boeing. King Boeing. For, for copyright reasons, I want to say false. It is false, one. <laughs> uh, sloth I know Rust. corporate law. <laughs> sloth Thrust. Sloth Rust. Sloth Rust. Uh, true. True, correct. I would much prefer Sloth Thrust. Yeah. That's the tribute act. <laughs> um, and finally, New Dad. <laughs> New Dad, false. Gotta be. It's actually true. Oh, wow. There's gotta be some ge- like kind of generational um... fam- familial trauma behind <laughs> um, No, they, they released their first album uh, earlier in the year. Um, and a couple of EPs the previous few years, I believe. Anyway, I hope um, old dad's doing okay. It's a, it's, <coughs> yes, it's, yeah, an, it's Irish, an Irish um, post-punk band, I believe. Could be wrong. Anyway, uh, so let's count your scores up. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven out yeah, of ten. That's that's a, that's so, a pretty solid score. I mean, it's better than I did last last week with the uh, the, the quiz. Well, last yeah. last episode. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah, I, I beat you last time, didn't I? I got cocky and tried beating Bry again. And, well, again, I've never done it. Um, yeah, there you go. You tried to slip that in then, didn't you? Yeah. The again there. <laughs> cheeky, cheeky bleeder. <laughs> um, okay, Bry, do you want to give your... Uh, do you want to quiz me now? Yeah, okay. So, like I said, we're doing Aldi knockoffs. Do you frequent Aldi much, um, Jack? I'm I'm quite unfaithful to supermarkets, although I'm I'm a regular Tesco shopper. Although at the end of the month, when things are getting a little bit tight, uh, it's normally Lidl or Aldi for me. So I um I, I do pop in there every now and again to see what's going on. And yeah, I I, I I'm not familiar with the brands uh, the knockoff brands enough um to do very well on this. But go ahead. <laughs> well, you never know. Let's see. So first one is Craze cereal. I'm going to go true. Yep, that's correct. Okay, next one is a type of crisps. Prongles. Prongles. <laughs> Come on, that's got to be too close to Pringles. I'm going to go false. Yep, that is correct. It's false. <laughs> okay, um, fizzy drink. Professor Peppy. <laughs> I love it. I hope it's true. So I'm going to go true. It is true. Well done. Okay. Um, the confectionery item flop tarts. That's so depressing. I mean, I mean, <laughs> you could say if it doesn't sell very well, it was a uh, as a flop tart. But I, I'm going to go false with that one. Yep, you would be correct. That one is false. Doing pretty well at this actually. Okay. Next one. Um, nibbly nobblies. <laughs> are they a knockoff of Nobbly Bobblies by any chance? They are not now. Okay. Um, in that case, I'm going to go false. It is true. They're <clears throat> a knockoff of Knickknacks. Knickknacks, okay. 
You can also get them in any any large supermarket if you go behind in the back alley and ask ask for a nibbly nobbly. Oh my god, what is what is what is up with you today? <laughs> I'm back. The life the life's back in me. The alcohol's drained out of my system when I'm back. <laughs> Okay, next one is Wackos. <laughs> I hope they're true. I've, I've got in my head there. They're, what could they be a knockoff of? I'm going to go Pringles, so I'm going to go they're, they're true. Okay, well, it is true, okay. but they're actually a knockoff of Rocky's oh, chocolate bar. okay. Rather than the boxer. Yes, exactly. You can't actually okay. buy them in any supermarkets. I'm not sure that's legal. And then we've got the type of crisps, hikers. I feel like I've seen these. Uh, but then it could be a Mandela effect type thing. But I'm going to go true. It is false. I made that one up. Oh, they should get you on the marketing team. In fact, Lidl should. Yeah, I think you. so. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't think flop tarts would sell very well. But <laughs> hikers, walkers, you know. <laughs> Next step up. Oh, I get that now. I was. I, I thought it was going to be like <laughs> hikers is in like uh, something our yeah. hiker would eat. Fair enough. Uh, that, that's so clever. Like a trek bar kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay, so the next one is oblongs. Hmm. I've got in my head there's some kind of cereal bar or something. Um, Would this be a knockoff of squares by any chance? I'm going to go true. It is true. Oh, it wow. is true. And what, and what are they knockoff of? It is a knockoff of? of Rice Krispie squares. Oh, wow. So we, we, we kind of both got that right there. Because I yeah. said a, a kind of cereal bar and you said squares. There we are. Look at us go. Tag team. I'm, I'm just going to skip past that one. Have we got any more? Yeah, we've got two more. Two. So we've got Norpak. I know for a fact that one is true because we used to use that quite a bit. Yeah, I thought that was an easy one. But <laughs> I was running out of options. And the last one is... Birramapelli. Yeah, again, that is true because I I have drunk that before. Again, when when times are getting hard at the end of the month, so I'm going to go true with that one. Cosy yep, lips. Yeah, you are correct. Cosy lips. <laughs> Cosy lips. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> <laughs> like platy tubes. We we have standards on this on this podcast. Do we? Well, I mean that we did we did until today. Okay, so how did I do on that one, Bry? Um, you only got two wrong, so you got eight. Hey. Beat me by one, again, again. Well, no, that, that, on the last time, the last one, I beat you on. The best of luck, mate. I think I did. I was head and shoulders above you, and then some. Mm. Just, just rubbing it in now. Did mm. Did I mention that I'm? I actually am extremely hungover. I, I was lying the whole time. That's my excuse again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Dan, it's your turn to quiz Bry. Okay, so I picked apple varieties, and it will be a little bit more interesting than it sounds. But I'm going to start off with Pink Lady. Oh, Pink Lady is true, because I really like Pink Lady apples. Correct. The next one is Bloody Plowman. (laughs) Sounds like an exclamation. (laughs) Bloody Plowman. I feel like the bloody could... I feel like that might be an orange... But then Plowman doesn't give me apple vibes. I'm going to say false. That is actually true. Ah. Spartan. Bloody Plowman. <laughs> Spartan. Oh. They actually only sell these packs of 300, so 
I don't... Uh, well, you've thrown me now because you're giving me extra information. Is that a bluff? Oh, no, that, that um, was a joke. I'm going to say <laughs> false. Uh, that is true, unfortunately. Ah. Double bluff. The next one is dog nuts. Oh, that one's got to be false. There's a, there's, a sl- false. there's a slogan in there somewhere. <laughs> Love them or hate them. The actual... I, 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 that is actually <laughs> based, off of a, <laughs> based off of a real um, a real <laughs> apple called the dog's snout. Right, ah, this next okay. one, I'm, I'm not really sure how to pronounce this because I think it's some kind of uh, continental European apple variety, uh, which is Nuntit Bastard. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean... My heart wants to say false, so I'm going to say true. Because I've not been getting them right, so I'm going to say it's true. That is a true Apple name. Wow. wow. Uh, it's spelled N-O-N-N-E-T-I-T, and then the full spelling of that word I won't repeat again for monetization purposes. The next apple is American Mother. Ooh. Can I imagine it in a, in a pie? Um... Yeah, I'm going to say that's true. That is true. The next hey. one is Rusty Coat. Ooh, Rusty Coat. That doesn't give me apple vibes immediately. But again, I'm thinking of apple pie, autumn vibes, rust, orange. I'm going to say true. That is true. The next one I've got is Cat's Cacker. Cat's Cacker. <laughs> what a horrible word! <laughs> I'm going to say. Apple? I think these are all quite uh, artisan varieties, to be honest, because mm. I've never gone into the supermarket and seen a um, bloody plant. No, I thought I was living it up with my jazz apples. No, they're all down the sandwich aisle. You like jazz? <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm gonna say false on cat's cacker. <laughs> cat's cacker is not a variety of apple. Uh, the next one I've got is buttery knob. Oh, again, awful, awful. <laughs> I've never tried a buttery knob, so it might not be awful. <laughs> you haven't lived. <laughs> You're giving me so many ideas for episode names here, Dan. <laughs> buttery knob. I don't know if Spotify would like that one, to be honest. <laughs> um, I don't think that's real. False. That is false. And the last apple of the day is the Glocken apple. Similar Ooh. to the Glockenspiel. I, I do believe it's a German. Hmm. Yeah, I can see that. If it's a German apple, Glocken being... A Germany sounding word. Yeah, I'm going to say that one's true. And that one was true, which leaves you with a score of 8 out of 10. So I feel quite Ooh. left out. Ooh. Lovely. I mean, I, like I, I had I, a weak start there. It threw my confidence a bit, <laughs> but. I'd suggest, a tie, I'd suggest a tie break, but I don't think anyone's got any uh, any more topics. So maybe we'll, we'll save that for next time. Because I think, compared to the other feature, we, we, we might do this one again, because this went pretty well. Mm. Yeah, I'd like a, I'd like another falsities. 
Yeah, let's do Definitely. this. Definitely. Well, obviously not now, but we've. Uh... I'll make a note of that one. Falsities in. The buffet is open out. And the forgotten about. The corner. Along with all my chopsticks. I think it's actually still in the corner of the room as well. Oh, that screwed up bit of paper. Um, so I've got three more topics before we get into Woody's woes. Um, first of all, would you rather have a cigar with Ant from Ant and Deck or a pint of absinthe with Deck from Ant and Deck? Again, no idea where this one came from, so please just run with it. Now, laying the, laying the foundations for this, which one's which? I can never remember. I was just about to ask the same thing. Um, Ant's the Geordie one. Is Ant the one with black hair, big forehead? Yeah. Oh, okay. Deck's the little fella. <laughs> the little fella. The phrase all hands on deck must really make Ant feel left out. Oh, Very my me. goodness. Makes me wonder if we've actually come on a podcast with your dad today because of all these dad jokes. <laughs> nah, no, your dad would have funnier jokes, I think. Yeah, of course. And some of those. But there we are. I would be interested to know what you think for this one, Bri. Um, I mean, like you say, it's hard to distinguish between Ant and Deck, isn't it? So I'm kind of just basing it off, would I rather have a cigar or a pint of absinthe? <laughs> um I am a lightweight. Anyone will tell you I am drunk off like half a pint of beer. I'll remember so that. I think I would, for safety reasons, I would have to go for the cigar. Yeah, I think a pint of absinthe. I mean, you know, I don't think you'd have to be a lightweight to not be able to stomach that. Like, yeah. But then again, I'm thinking the comedic know. value of necking a pint of absinthe and then directly throwing it straight back up all over deck. <laughs> hasn't done anything to deserve that though you'd never get an opportunity to do that again so if one you could tell your uh, tell your grandkids in the future <laughs> you see that little fella there thrown up <laughs> over him before absinthe with declan donnelly um, i mean maybe you'd get so drunk you'd hit the deck as well <laughs> i would have to go for the absinthe as well because i mean i've i've never smoked a cigar nor have i ever drunk absinthe um and i think as a seasoned drinker albeit lager drinker i'm more likely to be able to stomach a pint of absinthe i think absinthe is quite the step up from lager yeah it is yeah. absinthe is like 70 percent or something not 102 percent and you know i just think it'd be because i know actually that ant doesn't drink and i presume deck does and so I wouldn't want to be a bad influence on Ant. So it'd have to be yeah. <laughs> have the absinthe with Deck. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I mean, you know, more power to you if you want to do that. I mean, it depends. To be fair, my answer probably depends on how tough of a week I've had as well. So yeah, but yeah, I'm going to go how, with the absinthe how, too. Or how much alcohol you've had leading up to the situation where you're having a pint of absinthe with Deck? Exactly. So you're going for cigar, bro? Yeah, I'm going to have to go for the cigar. And Daniel going for the absinthe as well. That's right, Captain. So uh, two of us in agreement then. Um, would you rather... <laughs> I'm just reading this back for the first time. It's right in it. Uh, would, you... <laughs> would you rather use a toilet possessed by Elvis Presley <laughs> or fly in an aeroplane haunted by Amelia Earhart, who, in case you don't know, was the first female pilot to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean, uh, whose aircraft went missing in action? I'm going to have to go in the aeroplane because, you know... I mean, I don't know if there's much known about the the situation of Amelia Earhart and how she went missing, but I can't I can't imagine it was her fault the plane crashed. So you know, it'd be nice to have a have a good good pilot spirit on board. 
Well, you don't know that. It might have been her fault. Yeah. I mean, I think they found the plane, like, wrecked on an island or something. And I mean, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, if you're flying straight over the ocean, you've got to be some, some terrible pilot to somehow be like, oh, okay, I'm going to decide to go directly down. <laughs> Amelia, if you're listening, we're sorry. Yeah, terribly um, sorry. Right into right into Woody AF pod. <laughs> what about you, Bri? Before I give my verdicts, I think it's difficult to say because she might protect the plane because she might not want it to happen to anyone else. So she might have learned from her mistakes and is now helping the aeroplane by haunting it. Having said that, I am a big Elvis fan and. I would like to meet Elvis in any circumstance. So in the so, toilet would be one of them. I might. Honestly, if I could meet Elvis, I don't care where I am or what I'm doing. I might have to go for the Elvis one. I think I would it as well. It depends if I get to speak to him or if he's just within the essence of the toilet. Because if he's not actually there, then I'll go for the aeroplane. I suppose it depends if you're doing a number one for the money or a number two for the show. Hey. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I don't have many memories of night outs with you, Dan, but I'm sure they were like that. Yeah, to be fair. I mean, when I've had a couple of drinks, I'm not as mentally aware. One quote I do remember from our first pints together. Oh, gosh. I can't, remember the, I can't remember the context of it, but you mentioned something about nipples in an air fryer. Um, I'll, I'll just leave it I there. Vague, I vaguely remember <laughs> that, to be honest. I'm not really sure, but I think it was, yeah. Oh, anyway. We'll, we'll leave it there. Um so I think I would I would have to use the toilet possessed by Elvis Presley uh, for no particular reason other than the fact that I'd rather not go in a plane that's that's haunted by someone who who crashed a plane basically and you know you're safer on a toilet than you are on a plane statistically I've not looked at the statistics but you know I'm sure you are so I'm gonna go for Elvis's toilet. The haunted Elvis toilet. Excellent choice. Yeah. I'm going to go for the plane, I think. The plane, okay. Um, and finally, would you rather play tennis with Lewis Hamilton or be in a sidecar connected to an F1 car driven by Andy Murray? Um, I have checked. Andy Murray can drive. He also isn't good at anything he does, though. So, Andy Murray. Anyway. Andy Murray? Yeah. yeah. Well. He's, he's, he's not doing the best, is he? Right. Let's, no. Let's I'm not a follower of tennis. I follow proper sports, but... Um, Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a follower of tennis either. But any opportunity to slam Andy Murray, like Grand Slam, yeah, he's not getting there anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, te- Lewis Hamilton might be really good at tennis, though. Is this like competitively played, or is this just for a laugh? Because I feel like I feel like Lewis Hamilton's. A, I mean, they're both they both seem like really nice people, but I think maybe I'd get along better with Lewis because he just seems a bit more kind of. I feel like I have a lot of interesting conversations to have with as well. Tennis with Lewis. Tennis with Lewis, uh, and this this would be I don't know could it could it be over the, over the park on a on a Saturday morning or could it be you know a, a, a like I say a Grand Slam situation. You sounded a bit scouse when you said park that you're like. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I was trying to stifle a burp. Um, oh, but... charming. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, Andy Murray, he might be a a, a good driver. Um, on like in like a normal conventional car, but in an F one car, it might be terrible. 
Because I like to think I'm a fairly good driver, but I've been on a go-kart before. I know it's by no means comparable to an F1 car, but I think it'd be terrifying to be in a, in a sidecar of any uh, F1 car driven by anyone, but Andy Murray as well. Like, yeah. Well, it's the both worlds, in my opinion. There's a lot that could go wrong, but what do you think, Bri? I'm struggling with this one because I don't know anything particularly about either of them apart from their occupations. Um, I reckon if Lewis Hamilton is bad at tennis, I would like to play tennis with him because I'm bad at tennis. I don't want to be shown up Mm. at tennis, but I am awful at it. I've got really bad hand-eye coordination. So, yeah, I'll take the risk that he might be bad at tennis and I'll play tennis with Lewis Hamilton. I'm going to go tennis as well um, because... I, I haven't played proper tennis in years, but I was really good at Wii tennis. Like, stupidly good. So I'm sure it's comparable. I'm sure I can transfer my skills from that into a real-life situation. And imagine being able to say you beat Lewis Hamilton in tennis. That'd be... That'd be uh, what, you know, that'd do good, be good in a two-truths-and-a-lie situation. You know, when you're in a, a corporate meeting or whatever, and it's like a, an icebreaker-type thing? Imagine being able to say that. That'd be great. That would be, to be fair. We all in agreement there? We'll yep. go and tennis with Lewis. I think we are. Okay, perfect. So that's it for the topics now. Um, and that brings us on to this. Uh, welcome to the second instalment of Woody's Woes. Joining me for this session once more are Dan and Bright, and we're at your service to try and give advice on your problems. We ready to go? Got my therapist cap on, let's go. Yep, onto the chaise long you go. <laughs> Oh, God. Come on, guys. Right. <laughs> I've, I've been on it all along. <laughs> um, I've been dating my boyfriend, not me, uh, for a while now, and overall, things are great. However, I've recently discovered he has an unusual hobby. He collects vintage taxidermy. His flat is filled with stuffed animals, from squirrels to even a small deer head on the wall. It's not something I'm comfortable with, and I'm not sure how to bring it up without sounding judgmental. Should I try and accept this hobby or address it with him? What I'm saying that I... Just going to put this out there. I'm a vegetarian. I love taxidermy. <laughs> oh, I no. think it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So you've just you've just corrupted your, uh, your morals there. I think if it's vintage taxidermy, the animal's already dead. What is the point well, of it? Well, it's not been a live taxidermy animal, is it? <laughs> Well, obviously, but what I'm saying is, it's been de- it's been dead, it's been taxidermied. He's not going out actively killing animals for his hobby. What's the harm? And I think vintage taxidermy as well. A lot of it is very like terrible. Like it doesn't even resemble like the animal half the time. Tacky. So, which is what I yeah. love. I love it when it's bad taxidermy. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. So that photo of the fox sitting on the chair. Yes. Yeah, that, that is. Exactly. If, if you know what we're if you know what we're talking about, you know you're in the in, in the vintage taxidermy niche. But yeah, I can't say I'm very clued up on it. I will admit. If you don't know, no. Get to say. Okay, right. <laughs> but yeah, my advice is to embrace it. But this person's saying it's not something they're comfortable with, and. They're not sure how to sound it, uh, to how to bring it up without sounding judgmental. So they they want to bring it up to their other half, but don't know the best way of doing it. I think at the but, end of the day, it's it's his flat. Like it's not like mm. a shared flat, so you, you can't really tell someone to change just because you don't like it. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, I I agree. I think if they were moving in together, give him a room or yeah. a space for it and I'm don't like have an, it in shared areas. I'm an Alan Partridge-style or... superfan room of, um, yeah. of just taxidermies. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, w- would it be an ick to you if, if you didn't like vintage taxidermy, or any taxidermy for that matter, would it be an ick if you, you, you went around your other house for the first time and they had, like, I don't know, a fox on a chair, like you say? It's just a bit, like, taboo, isn't it? It's just, mm. yeah. it's a bit creepy sometimes. So I think you know it conjures images of like Norman Bates, like Jeffrey Dahmer kind of thing. <laughs> well, so it's not taxidermy think... people. <laughs> well, you know that might be the next step. You never know, do you? So I yeah. Think it's, so, uh... so it's, I mean, I guess taxidermy animals might be a gateway drug. Yeah, that's what I was just about to, to say. Worse that, you, know, you never know. So I think I think it's a bit of a dodgy hobby. Like it's very easy to challenge it. So I just think maybe talk to him about it. And if he doesn't seem like a nutter, then you should be all. Uh, mm. You know. Well, you don't know. He's he's not as uh, very good at masquerading as uh, sane people. And this person might end up on the mantelpiece if this conversation is going on. The other thing I will say in his defence is, like I say, it's vintage taxidermy, so he's not killing any of the animals, so I think she's safe. Yeah. I shouldn't assume it's a she. I assume they're safe from being taxidermied. Okay, so we're just saying they, they should try to accept his hobby. Is that what we're saying? I think so. Maybe he should have probably warned them before they first went to the flat. Yeah, I think that's something like that would say, come up as well. Taboo. It's a bit weird, isn't it? But yeah, because when you're getting to yeah. know someone, you're like, oh, what are your hobbies? And obviously, he would have kept this quiet by the sounds of things. Collecting mm. old dead animals. Right. <laughs> it's completely. Yeah, it's, it's, it's at that point you go to the toilet and leave. I bet that wasn't in his Tinder bio. <laughs> just pictures of him with all these all these animals in the background you've got a lot of pets haven't you well technically not so we're yeah so we're saying just accept the hobby or get out yeah 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 okay cool i agree next one i've been seeing my partner for a few months now out of notice she has a rather peculiar eating habit whenever we go out to eat she insists on mixing all her food together on the plate before eating it it's not something i've encountered before and while it's not harmful it does make dining out a bit awkward how do I address this without making her feel self-conscious or embarrassed? Are you dating a toddler? First question. <laughs> I should hope they're not. Well, you never know with, with some of our listeners. I mean, there must be peculiar oh folks who like this podcast. So. <laughs> oh, Reminds me of another podcast I listened to where, for some reason, there was a um, there was a miscommunication and then they thought that they were giving paedophiles free jumpers. So. What? <laughs> Yeah, not, not too so sure much, that one came up. So much to unpack here, but, but yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll save that for another time. If we if we run out of content for an episode and we're scraping the barrel, we might bring that up. I think this is another case of just mind your business almost. Yeah. I can't really imagine many situations where this would cause awkwardness. I'm not sure. What do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm on the same page, really. I mean... Like, like the person said, it's not harmful, and I think everyone's got at least one quirk with like food and eating and stuff. I mean, I'm the opposite. I don't like my food touching on the plate. Like, I'd have one of them little toddler plates where it's got the different sections if I could. But school yeah, dinosaur. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Yeah. I think just get over it and exactly because with, you know with peace and love. Get over it. Yeah. So. 
my, my my view on this as well is similar to yours that you know they should just leave her alone you know what i mean because yeah that, that might be her way of of getting over something as well that might be her way of, of coping um with, with something that may or not may, may or may not have happened to her sorry to put a serious note on that but that's that's my view so i'm in your camp Ooh. i would say i would say just get over it or like with taxidermy guy just get out our advice to the last two people is just just get a grip yeah get, get a, a grip, grip or get out love it or leave it you know what i mean Okay, um, third one now. Me and my best friend are planning a holiday together. However, we seem to have completely different ideas on what makes the perfect holiday. My friend wants to spend most nights either clubbing or in bars, whereas I want to lounge by a pool, drink cocktails and chill for the week we're away. What should I do and what should I suggest? I think there's two options that immediately spring to mind for me. The first being to compromise. Obviously, the friend wants to do a lot of kind of nightlife stuff and the person who sent this in sounds like they want to do stuff in the daytime. So part of me is like, why not both? Yeah, but then you you, you might get people that just completely disagree on what um, kind of the, the idea of a perfect holiday. I don't know how because they're saying they're best friends. It's a tricky one. I mean, surely if you're best friends, you can kind of come to an agreement of what you're doing and, you know, maybe... Maybe split it. Maybe have half the night she go out clubbing and half the night she stay in and chill. True. Yeah. Um, or you could just kind of take it easy, have a have a doze in the sun during the day, and then and then go out at night. I know clubs yeah. are expensive and bars are expensive, but the whole point of a holiday is to unwind and have a good time. So, I think this is, this is another case of being an adult about the situation. Like, have conversation, or just go with someone else. I love that you're writing into the podcast about this, but write to your friend about it too. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the, the reason people write into this is because it's anonymous. Yeah, and, and, and it's you know, because you we're can't, you can't really anonymously. Too. Yeah, exactly. We are. We are their friends. I mean, you you two might be, but I, I don't associate with these people. But <laughs> nor do I want to. I'm joking, by the way. Everyone's my friend. Got a lot of friends, and yeah, I I I, I don't know. It's it is it is a tricky one. I mean, personally, what I would do is I would compromise. I would say, yeah, that's fine. Let's, you know, let's either have a day, just, I don't know, have a, have a long disco nap maybe, or, you know, and then another night we can, I don't know, just, just compromise it. Definitely. That's what I would say. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Um, finally, help. It starts. I sent a raunchy picture intended for my other half to my grandma by mistake. Luckily, I've managed to convince her the picture in question wasn't from me. However, it was some. It was from someone that hacked my WhatsApp account. However, I can't look at her the same way, knowing she's seen that sort of picture of me. What should I do? Embrace it. Just, just own own your mistake and and look at your grandma in the eye, knowing that, and just just be fun. You know. I'm sure she's. I'm sure she's seen many of them in her time. Well, not not her her grandchilds though. I should hope anyway. Well, we but it depends hope. where it depends whereabouts in the world this has come from. Of course. Exactly. You never know. There's 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 different different traditions, <laughs> different, different, different cultures. wide and wonderful world. <laughs> and I, I just I just think I mean, you need to need to embrace your grandma as not only your grandma but as a lady as well. You know, she and I bet I bet she, you know in her day. I thought you were going to say as a lover. <laughs> But you know, in her day, she might have um, whacked a few cheeky Polaroids out and accidentally posted them to the wrong house. Dan, I've got a question. 
Go ahead. Did you send this in? You seem you <laughs> no. seem very defensive of the person who who has done such a thing and oh embrace <laughs> it or you know she's she's your nan at the end of the day she's always got to see a picture like that at some point. Well, you know, all I'm going to say is um, when they develop a phone that can send messages to dead people. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> oh, moving on. Moving on. Um, okay. Right. What what would you do? What what what, what would you suggest? In this situation, I'm going to suggest to just forget it ever happened. You've convinced your nan seemingly successfully that someone's hacked your WhatsApp account. So, if she's anything like my nan, she's going to be viewing you as a victim of a crime, which it is a crime, and she's not going to be thinking, "Oh, you dirty sod for taking a naughty picture." She's going to be thinking, "Oh, my poor baby." Getting hacked on WhatsApp. Yeah, I mean, you, you, or it it could go from bad to worse by saying, "Oh, I'm, oh that's, that's terrible! You, your WhatsApp account got hacked." Although they were quite well endowed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Also, for legal reasons, I would like to clarify that I do have a nan that is alive, but she just for, doesn't have WhatsApp. For, for legal <laughs> reasons, <laughs> shout out to my nan if you're listening. <laughs> Bro, your nan actually listens to this, doesn't she? She does. She does actually. Hi, Hi Rise Nan. Nan. <laughs> Nanny Mo. Nanny Mo. What a legend. God love her. So yeah, I think if I was in this position, my nan would be sympathetic. I think the only issue that might arise is the Oh my god, this is awful. Let's call the police. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> but in this scenario, Nan already believes the hacking story and that's been and gone so i i think just kind of maybe even play play it up a little bit like oh i'm just feeling so sad that i got hacked on whatsapp yeah. <laughs> get some sympathy so that's very manipulative but that is my answer so we're saying to just kind of get on with it then is that is that our general consensus yeah, yeah i think so is to maybe just maybe maybe attend a therapy session or two just to really erase yeah. it from your 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 memory it's always hmm. a good idea. That's it. We might get a better help sponsor out of that as well. Better help for when you've exposed yourself to your nan. VPN software to stop, <laughs> stop your nan tracing the news back to you. Use Nan20 for 20% off. Um, okay. <laughs> I think that's probably a good place to end it. <laughs> oh, wow. Um well that's it for Woody's Woes and that's it for this episode I hope you enjoyed it as much as we um, pretended to a huge thanks to both Dan and Bri as always a huge thank you to me for hosting and an even bigger shout out to everyone downloading and listening each week Um, I'm back next week not sure I'm with just yet probably one of these two if not both for some more fun and games but until next time I've been Woody he's been Dan they've been Bri and this has been Woody and Friends bye see ya goodbye